Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Think like a four, a five, or a six-year-old boy. You could buy it for them, and they would sit there for hours playing with it. Oh, my God. A Rubik's Cube? No, closer. How about this? If you ever have to step on one. An army guy? No. Uh, An action figure? No. A Lego. Oh, man. Legos are so expensive. I had to go shop for that adoptive family, and I'm like, I want to make this money go as far as possible, but, like, Legos are so expensive. I don't think they're so bad unless you buy the kit. Like, if you buy a full set, like, it's going to be a fire station. There was nothing under $16, and the $16 one was the size of my hand. Like, eight Legos, right? Yeah, and then the biggest one was $160. That was, like, a town or whatever. But I, I was very thankful that I shopped had to shop for boys this year. I had to shop for girls last year and I'm a girl. And I was like out of my mind. I'm like, what do girls want? And then I had to remind myself you're a female. So what we learned today, if you have a niece, a nephew, a cousin, and they're a boy yeah, and you don't have a shopping list for them, Legos are always a go-to. Did you know that, um, Liam hated Legos. Liam hates oh, Legos. My nephew though bins of them is everywhere. a freak about Legos. Do you know that they have a vault that has a copy of every Lego piece ever made. Really? In case someone drops the bomb, there is a vault somewhere that when so they have the, a mold. Next, the next civilization comes around, every piece of Lego that has ever been made, there's also a replica of it in a vault somewhere. Thank God. That will get them through. Think about that. If they wipe out our civilization and the aliens come down, they will find Legos one time. Where? I wouldn't even know in where. In the vault. They'll Where's the vault? Up. They'll figure it out. They're aliens. Is it behind? Closed doors. The other one at Mount Rushmore? Only top men know where it is. What's the movie? It's uh, the Declaration of Independence, Nicolas Cage movie. What is it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Where he tries to steal. He steals the Declaration of Independence. And, and there's, there's some, like one word. The treasure hunter. It's a. It's something treasure. National treasure. National treasure. That's what it is. Two words. So we started over during that song. Cass started looking this up. I did not know that there is a vault Hidden in Lincoln's frontal lobe in Mount Rushmore. Now, what do they put in the vault? Now you will. Well, like just and you can't see it as a tourist, by the way. No, you have to be like somebody that holds a key or high in office or something like that. But it contains important historical documents such as the Constitution and also like a wall of fame. I find it hard to believe that the original Constitution is sitting in Lincoln's frontal lobe in a vault in Mount Rushmore. I would think that's more feasible along with the Declaration of Independence rather than having it in a museum where somebody can take it. Now, nobody can get up there. Like, you have to have access beyond access beyond access. There are several ways to get into the frontal lobe. What if somebody bombs it? For the Declaration of Independence? Uh That's a little silly. And then what do you do with it? You can't sell it because then you'll get busted. I would hang it in my bathroom. And I would read it every time I was. You would. Thinking. I okay. would just. To, but I didn't. I did not know that there was a vault built in there. So there you, you know when, when they do movies like National Treasure, that's probably not too far off. I mean, there's got to be some kind of rumor. Yeah. To to get to a point where you're gonna you know make a, a movie segment about it, but I was yeah. unaware. Look at that history, history, history today. And now another post from Aunt Nora. It will be a holly jolly Christmas, spelled Quith Smith. <laughs> Chipped my tooth last Wednesday and can't get me in for two weeks. I've been smiling with my lips together. And might I say it's a challenge. Lisa comments, I thought I noticed something about you at church. What happened? Nora says, pistachio shell one. Nora, zero. Yeah. That 
was another post from Kat's Aunt Nora. Old wintry day type of evening, which was good. I cleaned a little. We had bacon-wrapped stuffed chicken with asparagus. Oh. It was delectable. Dang. Caught up on my dead to me. I finished it, and it was so good. Leaving room for another season, which I didn't think she was going to do because she has MS, Christina yeah, Applegate. Yeah, uh, I think she could probably be talked into it. You can tell she loved doing that show. Yes, and, and she's uh, so good at it. her health isn't really cooperating, but I see her as the type of person that's going to be like, I'm going to grind through this, and you're not going to hold me down. Yeah. If you're into, like, whodunits, even though you know who did it the whole time. Right, right. But uh, it, it is such a well-written show. It's so good. And then Liam was just an angel. Like, he's normally such a great kid. So he heard about the trauma in the but, morning while he was at school. That's I why know. he didn't want to rock the boat, man. I picked him up from school, and we went home, and he just, like, went outside with his coat on and his gloves and started shoveling the driveway. Wow. And... I guess there were kids all over the neighborhood he saw doing their driveways. I'm like, that is really awesome to hear that kids went outside and actually did like a chore like that, that their parents didn't want. This to is do. why I love the hologram situation. If we could start projecting holograms out into our driveway yeah. of other kids shoveling and the next thing you know, <laughs> your kid wants to do it. That's money well spent. Yeah. So that was it. That's it. You guys are always welcome on our show. And a lot of times we'll get a DM or maybe a text message from someone and they're like, hey, got this going on in my life. Uh, would you mind throwing it out to your listeners? And a lot of time it's uh, it's trivial and it's silly and it's uh, controversial to the point where we're like, nope, we're not going to do that. But uh, Michelle's, I thought this was kind of neat. We know a little bit. Let's bring it to you and see what you think. Hi, Michelle. Hi, uh, I have a little issue. Um, I have three children okay. and... And uh, my husband and I were invited out for dinner with friends. Okay. And my older daughter, um, I wanted to leave her to babysit her younger siblings that are five and three. Um, and um, I told my husband that I wanted to pay her because she actually is doing a job. She's doing us a favor. And he said that we should not have to pay our daughter to watch her siblings. Sure. And I disagree with him because I feel like, you know, if we were hiring somebody outside, we would pay them. And it's also teaching her responsibility and it's teaching her that, you know, it's, she's earning her own money. And it will teach her to be responsible, knowing if she does the right thing, she'll get paid for it. But he disagrees. We've been fighting over this for days. Yeah. This so is do you think if, if she doesn't get paid, then she won't do as good of a job as you want her to do than if she did get paid? You know what? Honestly, I kind of, because she's going to be like, a, you know, I think if you give her a job, like if it's like kids are proud when they do something. Yeah. And if you give her this job, it's okay. You know, you're going to get paid, but this is your responsibility. You have to watch your siblings, make sure that they, you know, they do the right thing. And this is the rules. And then she gets paid for it. It's going to teach her, Yeah. you know, that next time you do the right thing, you're going to get paid for it. But if we tell her no, She's not gonna. She's not gonna care. I don't know. I'm thinking you know, of my ten year old self, and I'm I'm quite scorned that I didn't get paid for all the times I babysat. Well, there you go. Her, exactly. My sister I, I and mean, brother. Kids, she might hold on to this. You know, kids like that responsibility. And he's saying, "Oh, we should. Why should we pay? We're going out to dinner. We're going to be spending all this money for dinner." And I said, "Listen, if we had to pay a babysitter, we would probably be paying them more." Yeah. But we've been arguing back and forth over this. Just talked a couple of seconds ago to Michelle, Michelle. and she was talking about how she and her husband, they were going to go out for a night uh, on the town, a date night, and they left their daughter home to take care of the kids. And the, the argument between the two was, should we pay her or not? And I think anybody that will be in charge of other children should have some type of compensation. 
because especially if you're the older sibling, that is not an easy task because those kids are not going to listen to you and you want them to feel like they should do a good job. So the fight was she wants to pay or no, she doesn't want to pay, but he says they should. What's your take on it? I feel like you should never pay, pay somebody like for doing the right thing. Listen, this is a child. This is how children become adults. This is you give them a responsibility. And if they do it well, that's fine. But that's part of it. Mm. I feel I used, like I had too much responsibility. My I brother suppose. was born when I was 10 and I would take him all around town in a stroller. My mom was working. My dad was working. Taught you have your responsibility to be a good mom. It did until I tried to race him on my rollerblades. I'd send him forward like you do with strollers. And I tried to race him up over the curb. His little hat came off. I don't know. He's colorblind. He was colorblind before that. Do we know? You didn't stroller jump him into colorblindness. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Enough of that. Do you pay the kid or not? I say absolutely not. This is what children should be doing. They should learn to help with things for your family without having to be paid. Mallory, agree or disagree? I disagree with you, David. Mm. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm always right. (laughs) (laughs) I love this kind of lady. (laughs) I pay my oldest. He's 15, so he's you know, old enough to have a job technically. And when I was 15, I was a babysitter. That was my job. Yeah. So I don't see why it's a bad thing to pay. Because it's not babysitting when you're watching your siblings. That's just taking care of a family member. No, that's not true. It's not babysitting when you are a a husband. I love when dads are like, I got to babysit my kids this weekend. That's not what it's called. Seriously. No. Yeah. No, I think your oldest child should be paid to watch other children, whether it's their siblings or they're going off and watching their cousins or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it is a job. It's, it's hard to do. And for a, a kid to like be okay to sit there and watch these kids, they need something in return. Yeah. And Rihanna just texted, if you agree with this, this helps oh, them manage money as well. So you pay them yep. like a job. And then you say, let's go to the bank tomorrow. You keep some fun money, and then you put the rest in. This is such a dangerous thing. Now you're paying yep. your kid everything. Hey, do the dishes. Uh, you got to pay. No, me. that's not hey, true. Uh, no, pick up your shoes. No, got to no, pay no. me. No, I don't. I don't pay my kids to do their chores at home. I only pay my son to watch my kids when I am not able to. Right. Well, you're wrong, but I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for calling and being right. <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks, Melanie. No problem. Love, love you, cat. Love you. Oh, Bye. Wow. That's the way it is, huh? Wow. All right. Yeah, get used to it. Lee, you pay the kid to watch the siblings or not? Uh, I wouldn't, but I think it really depends on the age of the younger kid. I mean, if the kid is in diapers, then, yeah, I would pay my, my older sibling to watch them. They shouldn't That's be there watching them, then, if they can't do the diapers thing. Oh, no, I'm saying if your oldest is, let's say, 15 okay. and, and they're watching your, your youngest, then I would pay. They sleep but most of the time anyways. A, you're paying for nothing. You're right. But what if it's a three-year-old toddler that hasn't been potty Same trained? thing. They're a handful. Yeah. Same thing. Your responsibility but is to make sure any, the child's okay. But anything close to that, I don't pay my kids. They learn, they learn the value of money different ways through different things. You don't want to make money? You move a log pile. You know how to make money? You mow the lawn. You know how to make money? You clean the garage. This is, this is coming human. from a guy whose kid is 15 and does not do one chore. So I, I also am, don't give him money either. He's got to get that through. You trick. buy him <laughs> no, no, no. everything. Not you buy him. No, what happens? Stop. He comes to me and he says, Dad, can I have this? And I go, you don't do anything around here. 
And he does it without batting an eye. He turns and goes, Mom. And he walks in the other room. And Trish literally picks up the keys and goes buy him stuff. I'm not about that. Aren't you the man of the house? Shouldn't you be putting your foot down? (laughs) Your dude shoes down? You have no idea (laughs) what my home is. No, I completely agree with you, Lee. I think that there are chores and then there are expectations when you watch another human being and they should be separate. Thanks for chiming in, man. I really appreciate you being on the show. i got time for one more call here real quick. It's Dominique. How are you? Good morning, good morning. Dominique, you pay a sibling to watch a sibling, or is this part of the deal for being in our family? Sorry, JJ, but I feel like you have to pay. Yeah. It's teaching them. Who are you it, people? it is a job, but the only reason I say you have to pay is you're also teaching them to be parents before they have to be. They shouldn't have to take care of the siblings. So if they have to, they should be compensated for it. They could be out being teenagers, going to the mall, going to the movies, and getting fed. They're giving up their time. Yeah. No, no, you get paid for bailing hay. You get paid for Where do you live? Well, I'm just that's what, those are jobs. This isn't a job to get paid for. This is can you help watch your brother or sister? This is what humans do to create good humans. I do know that when I was 10 and took care of my sister, I locked her out of the house all the time. If I had known money was on the line and my mom wouldn't pay me if I had locked my sister out of the house and made her go to the neighbor's house to play, I would have let her in the house. You me and my siblings got to go brush fight when, we when I had to babysit because... I'm the shortest out of all of my siblings, but I'm the oldest. Yeah. So there was a lot of, like, try me, bro, situations. Yeah. They were, they were all calling <laughs> me, and they were just like, I'm back to take her. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to take her. And then maybe but if I got paid, it's like, hey, look, if you, if you, if you behave, I can take you out with this money. Oh, like, oh good idea. I got some bribery right. in there. Hey, thanks, Dominique. Always good to have you on the show. Just l- let me say this one thing, and then you can go continue to brainwash our audience. That's fine. Only time you're going to do a good job is if you're paid for it. No, that's that's not what the you're thing. teaching. That's what, exactly what you're you're re- positively reinforcing. I have to get paid to do something nice. That's not at all. When my kid does not do a chore correctly, he gets another one added. So it's all about still going to get paid, right? Them. No, I don't pay my kid to do his chores. He lives there. But if he was, if if you had another kid and he had to babysit, absolutely, I'd pay him. Jeez, what is wrong with you? I would pay him. To pay close attention. Nobody is sticking their finger in an outlet. Nobody's putting a bead up their nose. I would pay him to pay attention. But when somebody isn't being compensated for something that's really important, like a job, you have the same mentality. If you're not going to get paid enough, then I'm not going to do a good job for you. A job is not watching your fellow brother or sister to keep them safe. That's what you should just do because you're a good human being. Mm, no, a job I don't agree. is going to batteries plus for eight hours a day and installing cell phone screens. That's a job, but you have to do a good job at it to get paid. It's not a job to watch your sibling. You're turning red. You guys, this is so disturbing. It's the end of the year. Everybody's going to be coming up with lists. The end of the year list, the most played song, the baby names, everything like that. I thought we could do something unique here in the Playhouse. And I saw, I guess I'm kind of ripping this off. I saw this on Instagram and somebody had commented on it, but I wanted to flip it. And I wanted to say, and I I really want you to start, Kat. And I'm going to put you on the spot here because you're the czar of the paparazzi. You know everything about gossip and about pop culture. 
If we had to make a top three list of pop culture people who we can't stand in 2022 as it comes to a year end. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I already made my three and I want to, and then I want to know your three because you have a different look on this since you gather up all the gossip every morning. So for me, these are the top and I, I don't want to use the word hate because uh, I think it's reserved for specific people like Hitler and Mussolini. You know, Osama bin Laden. These are all people that have been in the headlines that maybe leave a bad taste in people's mouths. Yeah, so for me, my top three, Kanye, Pete Davidson, probably because I'm jealous. Yeah. (laughs) And then Amber Heard. Okay. So after because of the turd. Right. That girl pooped in his bed. Yeah. And then she tried and then she gaslit him to the point where he had to sue her for defamation. Like you're an evil spirit when you go through something like that. So a little messy. On my on my Mount Rushmore of people that I don't like as the year comes to an end. Mm -hmm. Kanye, Pete Davidson, Amber Heard. Who's your three? I don't like that Pete Davidson is on yours. I actually enjoy Pete's. I didn't say I don't enjoy him. I'm just jealous You're of him. Jealous. Okay. Uh, Kanye would be on there. I okay. think he's very rec- uh, reckless, and I don't think he thinks of his kids first, which I think every father should. So I'm going to say that one, and I'm going to say maybe Britney Spears what? for people. Not quite in my mind. You asked me who I think people are sick of. So I would say Britney because of all the naked photos and She's stuff. She's back on there, by the way. She's back on Instagram. Yeah. Sorry. And then I don't know about number, maybe Madonna. Madonna is bothering people right now. How so? How so? Like with her overly done face and then her change, like flipping and flopping of sexuality. Oh, like every Instagram model isn't overly done. I'm just saying. Leave Madonna alone. my opinion. She wants to push up on girls now. Let her do it. I didn't yell at you about yours. Because mine made sense. Okay. Mine makes sense. hate on Madonna. I'm just saying who I think the public is a little over. Okay. Since you are the public and you're listening right now, if you get a chance to grab your phone and text us, the top three people that when 2022 comes to uh, an end, that you will just genuinely say, I'm just sick of this person. What did the list say? Oh, I don't know. Somebody else had posted it, right? Like, And theirs had something like... Uh, it, but theirs was really politically driven. I think it said oh. Joe Biden and then somebody else and then somebody else. And I was like, I don't want to get in that discussion because I don't I don't care. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care who you like politically. My, I wanted to twist it into more of like a what you hear about, you know, in in the public eye, like uh, pop stars, stuff like that. You know, people that are in in the headlines. So if you had to pick three people that you're really, really kind of tired and sick of. Who would be on your three if we made a Mount Rushmore of let's not talk about these people in 2023? So you're going again, who? Madonna? I would say Britney. Britney. To be honest. And definitely Kanye. Kanye. I think Kanye needs to just like um, go away for a little bit. Kanye's going to lead the charge. I'm going Kanye, Pete Davidson, and Amber Heard. What about OJ Simpson? That girl. OJ Simpson like is too, like, just to have him in our face. He's on in our face, clouding the fact that he killed a couple of people every day. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very odd that we still got this guy around. Jojo Siwa. Uh, Melissa said Casey Anthony. Have you watched that yet? I don't have Peacock, so. I, uh, I don't think I can bring myself to watching that. I don't think I can bring myself. It's her side. But then it's also her blaming her dad, yeah, saying that he was doing stuff to. I, a lot it's of really people, bad. a lot of people had really messed up childhoods that didn't go end up killing their kids. Very true. That's the way I look. I at would that. say Ray J. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna replace Britney with Ray J. Right. Ray J is like. Such I feel a like turd. you're gonna keep turning this over throughout the show. But who's yeah. your big three? Did you look at the crazy mess that is Elon Musk's? I saw the nightstand gone. 
there is like an old fashioned gun that looks like he had purchased it maybe at an auction. Did he say that's cosplay though? Like it's not a real gun? Washington's flint lock pistol. That's... And then the other one is a cosplay okay, gun. Okay, so the one that you're talking about though that was I was actually shot by George Washington? Yeah. That's cool. That is really cool, but I would not have it next to my bed. Well, I don't think anyone's going to be shooting it. It should be in a vault somewhere is maybe. what I'm saying. It's very... He's the richest lo- man on the planet. He doesn't care. A lot of caffeine-free Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. A, bu- a, bu- a pile of books. Has a thing of water. Somebody noted there's a ring stain, so he needs to get some. I um, think he could probably buy another nightstand if he yeah. wants to. A Buddhism ritual object. He's a pretty I, deep guy. You got to. I mean, the guy is way above average intelligence. So you can't really judge what he's got on his nightstand. Yeah, like, I just look at a nightstand like you just have things there that you should reach for in the dark. Why do you have two guns there? Well, I would not protection. Want to grab that? He's probably pretty paranoid. I would be very paranoid if I had that amount of attention on me. You never know what somebody's going to do. Look at Nancy Pelosi's husband. You know, if somebody has an idea of what they want to do, they'll do it, which is very scary. So I had you send me a photo of your nightstand, which looks like a hot mess. Well, That's like a lot going on. So uh, if I do get to take a nap, I have one of those sound machines that makes white noise. Yeah. I have that. I've got my, my cell phone charger, which also works as uh, my watch charger and my AirPods charger. I've got uh, one, two, oh, I got some CBD rub, and then I got some BioFreeze and some Bengay all right there. Uh, I've got a water bottle. I've got, yeah, I've got a couple of chains. Uh, my, I've got a charging kit, and then I've got, I read uh, Bob Saget's Dirty Daddy. Yeah. That was in there. Um, what else? Uh, being the, oh, So there was some, when I was in a different role with this company, my boss kept giving me these books about being a better boss. Yeah. And I didn't read them, and then I quit. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, that, those are all stacked up right there. Uh-huh. Um, my wife has, uh, a couple of books in there and then I've, oh, I have, uh, earplugs yeah. and a, qu- a quarter. I don't know where that came from. Uh, the baseball drill book, which is great as a baseball coach. Cause sometimes you got to spice up a practice and give them some different drills and yeah. then two iPads that don't seem to work anymore. And a lot of dust. You yeah. Do need, I well, thought you had a cleaning lady. The, well, the thing is those are, uh, I made wooden shelves. Uh, that go into the wall. They're mm-hmm. not, it's not a nightstand. And the problem is, is they never got sanded down very well before they got painted. Yeah. So it's not really dust. You're just seeing a different angle of the light. I want to know if you have anything weird on your nightstand. Mine is just pretty basic. I like, didn't know what we were using this for, by the way. So I just snapped a picture and sent it to you. Yeah. This could have been out of hand. This could have been out of <laughs> hand and I would have posted it anyway. I have my lamp. I have my fake candle that I light. I have all my oils. What do you mean? How do you light a fake candle? Well, you just turn it on. Oh, so it's like a a battery powder power thing. Gotcha. And then I have my lavender pillow spray, which is amazing. To make I have I have my quartz face roller, which is why I look so amazing. Mm -hmm. And then my lip butter. I'm so basic. I don't have any like whips and chains. You don't read it all before you go to bed. No, I watch my stories. I stay in the know. So what is on your nightstand? We don't need a picture of it unless you're at home oh, and you want to sure. snap a photo of I your love to nightstand. See, I would love to see it and then be able to judge you. But is there anything interesting on your nightstand? Will you holler at us quick? Kat, give me the most interesting thing on your nightstand. There's really nothing super interesting. I would say the quartz roller. A lot of people wonder what that is if I do like a snap story with it. But it's just like this cold rock and it just feels so good. And then if you do it right underneath your cheekbones, it's supposed to like lift up your cheekbones and... 
you know, always get compliments on my cheekbones. I'll be walking down the street. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Uh, when I, nice when, cheekbones. When I fought, we would have stainless steel that was like on ice mm-hmm. and that would get the, is, does it take the puffy off? Is that what it's um, supposed to do? With you're the, supposed to do it in the morning to do that. Yeah, right underneath your eyes. Or does it take eyes, the swelling but... down? If you took the cold steel and press it up against your skin, it would okay. take the, the swelling down and stuff like that. Uh, Malia had a great text. She says, I have a little cedar box that my great grandpa made for my great grandma filled with her hankies. That's really cute. Kind of a lost art right now. I'd say the most interesting thing I have is I have a whole bunch of like sports creams yeah. for anti-inflammation on mine. I have uh Bob Saget's Dirty Daddy is a great book. Um, and You've got a lot of stuff going on. Well, it, it's just a, a stack of, of... I used to read a lot more before bed, mm-hmm. and uh, now I just watch Main Cabin Masters. 9883 <laughs> says, The windowsill is my nightstand for starters, LOL. I have one Starbucks cup of water and a mini humidifier with color-changing LED lights oh, and chapstick. I just look at it. It has to be like a spot for you to reach what you need in the dark. You can't see anything, but you reach for it. The nights I hate is when you forget you have a cup without a cover. And then the water just goes everywhere down by the outlets. That's never fun. So what is on your nightstand? Something we think would be super interesting. Stacy got the giggles I heard when you first called in and we asked you what your name was. So I can only assume this is going to be something we're going to be highly entertained by. What's on your nightstand? Um, well, I have my water bottle, of course. I have a uh, Boy Scouts popcorn, um, and I have three stuffed animals. You have a bowl full of popcorn? And, uh, it's a little bucket. Yeah. From a midnight Scout. snack. All right. Nice. Yes, absolutely. What are the stuffed animals of? Can you describe them real quick? Um, there's Eeyore, there's Donald Duck, and there's Max from Secret Life of Pets. Okay. You're interesting. Um, <laughs> so, are you married? No. I am engaged. You're engaged. Those got to go when you get married, right? You can't have those stuffed animals. Those weren't there today. when you were courting, were they? You surprised yeah. him when he, when you got the ring. They were in the drawer with everything else. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, no. They were there. Oh, okay. The kids love them. The kids love them. Oh, you have they kids. like to come in and play with them. I got gotcha. It. All right. So this is, a, this is a kids are coming into the relationship kind of situation. So that was more, more like a, hey, love me more if I have uh, stuffed animals around. I don't really know the psyche. Pretty much, yeah. Would, would we we'll be <laughs> would we be a little bit shocked and probably look at you a little bit differently if we opened the nightstand instead of just looked on top of it like we would be with Kat? No. No. Okay. I don't have anything in my nightstand. Oh, that there's, no, there's no drawer. Yeah. Okay. It's just a table. Just right. a, an empty. Table. I have my sleep number remote in my drawer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chat's I have name. my remote. I the remote has to be on my side of the bed. Oh, yeah. you're in complete control, aren't you? <laughs> she is. Nice. That's the kind of girl. All right. Thanks, Stacey. Have a really, really good morning. We appreciate being on the show. You too, thanks. Take care. Cut to like a decade ago, you would have found crusty peanut butter spoons. And yes, there's an S on the end of that because I would just get up and I would lick it like a lollipop with my eyes closed. I get anxiety thinking about that. Oh, God. <laughs> that was when I was pregnant, though. Like Derek would... At the end of the week, he's like, where are all of our spoons? And he'd go look on my well, They'd be so nasty after after them through the dishwasher twice kind yes, of thing. Yes, like yeah. soak in a cup of hot water and then into the dishwasher. <laughs> you are such a goddess. I heard something the other day. When I heard this, a uh, spark went off in my head. If you are having a birthday around this time of the year, the odds are tremendous that your mom and dad got bitty. On Valentine's Day, you're a Valentine's baby. 
if you're having a birthday around this time of the year. I don't know why you want to have a conversation about that. Well, because I, I think the image in your head. Wow. It's, a pure, it's a pure image of love between your parents. They wanted to express themselves physically, and maybe they were planning. Maybe they wanted to expand their family. Not too long ago, I was uh, I was like, we were living in Guam, and my brother was conceived. And we were never away from our parents. So, like, when? You know? There was only one night I spent a night at a teacher friend of my mom's. And maybe that was it. Yeah. A couple of nights at Wet Willies. I don't know. That's amazing. I don't know the deal. So, if your birthday is around this time of the year, and maybe you've never thought of it, but odds are tremendous that you were conceived probably on a very intimate Valentine's Day. So we did the math real quick. And Kat, odds are pretty good you were conceived around the time of... Was it June 11th? June 11th. What would have been going on, do you think, between Greg and Jen... That's enough. ...on June 11th? What What do you think he would have said when he looked her deep in the eyes and said, Jen, now... Maybe get, worked in a growl? Come get some of this. Ugh. Uh, I don't want to talk about this. So I would just say maybe it was a hot summer night and maybe they were at the lake all day. I don't know. Sure. That's about all the thought I'm going to put into she it. She was sun kissed and looking good. She was your, old, your old man looked at her and said, oh, it's about time. It's baby making time. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to Marianne and Gary, shall so we? I think my parents probably in their prime were freaks. Your mom's skirts could not have yeah. been shorter. Well, I don't know how she got away with that. She was from a super conservative. So what I think what you're seeing, those pictures that you saw, are when she went away to college. Yeah. Now, my mom went away to a very, very religious college, but uh, she went on like a, a musical scholarship. But with the pictures I saw from when she was like back for Christmas from college. What a tart. Sh- it was barely covering the cheeks, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, there was nothing left for the imagination. So, and at this time, my dad's probably coming back from a military break and pent up. Mm-hmm. And it just got, had to do work. Girl, you know what you're I mean? in He's trouble. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I girl. bet he said something like that. Girl, you are in trouble. So for me, my parents would have had to get, it was after, it was about... January 15th would have been 40 weeks from my birthday. Okay. So here's what I'm looking for. Real quick, if you can chime in. Have your parents ever shared the conception story with you? Like it was a rainy 4th of July and they weren't going to set off the fireworks and we were stuck in the tent. Like did, did your parents ever give you that kind of a story? If so, I've got literally two minutes to set up calls. Will you call us right now? Because if you're having a birthday, the odds of, like right now, odds are tremendous that you are a Valentine's conception. So if you know how you're conceived, have you told your children how they were? That would be a funny one, too. Because if I do share that ever with Liam, I would just say commercial break. Nothing fantastical. He was, no he, candles. He's rarely going to know what that's about. Yeah. Because Socks everything's on. on demand right now. He's not going to know what a commercial break of is. Of course he does know what. We watch you guys TV. watch live TV? Yeah. If your birthday is kind of around the time we're talking to you right now, that means you are likely a Valentine's conception. Hmm. So we started thinking about, all right, where were your mom and dad? Do you remember where you were for all 300 kids that you have? Or three? Like the conception? Yeah. No. 
that explosive. No, no, huh? no it was. Uh, well, the first, like when we when we decided we were going to start a family. It was, you know, she just got off the pill, and we, we we didn't have a time frame. We weren't like, we want to have a baby this year. Yeah. We were just like, all right, I think let's- If it happens, it, it if happens. If it happens, it happens, right? And then- then we knew we didn't want to have another one right away. Mm-hmm. And Reagan and Peyton are only 16 months apart. Leave her alone. And oh. and then there was a, there's a stretch of five years yeah. before we decided. And, and that was weird because we decided uh, it took about a year to get Nolan in the oven. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and she, yeah, she was off birth control for like a year before he kind of popped up. But we had made the move to this job and got settled and got our first like house out of an apartment. And the kids were in pre. The other thing that we really, really tried to do was to make sure that Peyton was going to be getting out of preschool and into kindergarten when Nolan would enter preschool. So you so guys really planned. We financially planned it. We wanted to make sure one kid was getting into school and out of daycare yeah. before we. We didn't want to add a third daycare because yeah. that'll that'll break a lot of families. So I wanted to know, we talked about, you know, Kat's conception time with her parents. I want to know about yours. Is there a great story that goes along with it? Hi, Danelle. How are you? I am wonderful. Same here. Thanks for asking. Your time to shine. (laughs) Tell me about the story. Your parents told you about your conception. Well, it's more so my mom. My mom had a tendency of drinking and reminiscing, we'll call it. Love it. And, and it was probably a little too sooner than it should have been, but you know, after not having my dad for the past six years, I'm glad that she did these things because it's kind of like I have the memories too with her. What do you mean it was but, too um, soon? So, like you were like a little kid when she told you? Yeah, I was probably a little too young to be told these things. I, I kind of looked at her like, what? Like, wait a second, what are you telling me? But as I got older, I was like, you know, eventually the light bulb goes off and you're like, oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah. So give us a story. Yeah. So apparently my parents were traveling up in northern Minnesota somewhere and um, my mom decided she wanted to put a dress on before they went into this one bar. Look fancy. Sure. And yeah, and my dad was not okay with that. I guess he kind of got a little bit jealous. So they ended up getting in an argument, whatever, whatever, whatever. And as they're driving, after they left, and they're driving down the interstate, mind you, the interstate, um, my dad had a one of those pickup toppers in the back of the yeah. truck there. Yeah. Oh, you know what's so funny is ever since I feel like that story's been told, it's like when I see one of those pickup campers on the side of an you get turned on. Like, oh. <laughs> no, she does not. No, no, oh. no. I'm just like, is there a baby being made? <laughs> I have never been inside one of those that didn't have like pine needles and like crumpled up. Yeah, sometimes they carpet cans. them up and stuff. There can be very, very, very sensuous love shack. Okay. I'll trust you on that one. <laughs> Do, do you, tell me you've got a great so yes, middle name like Topper. No, dang it. My parents stink. Yeah, well, that's probably all the booze. <laughs> you know, or even just the interstate would have been great. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. So I knew. Like, I have no idea what interstate it was. I just know it was one of the... You don't even know the mile marker? More popular... That would have been good, too. Yeah. All right, final question, and I know I'll let you so go because I know options. you're busy, uh, but... Please tell me that you found it 
somehow, some way in your adult life, since this is part of your genealogy right now, right? Like this is part of your DNA. Tell me at least at one point in your life, you've snuggled up with someone in the back of a truck like that. I have. Yeah, I knew it. All right. She can't walk away from it. Runs in the blood. Thank you, Danelle. My oldest son's dad, but I was already pregnant. Oh, Oh, Jesus. This is so much sharing today. Thank you. I hope you have a great morning. Maybe you don't have time for a nutritious breakfast, but I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Kat, who does this morning. What are you eating? I'm having popcorn. (laughs) Naturally flavored. Naturally flavored. Because <laughs> the butter, it comes from the earth, right? You grow some butter and... Uh, it does. It's dairy. Your breakfast choices are always just amazing. What was the, what was they the thing They used that, to be much worse, did they not? I, I will agree. I'd have a slice yeah, of stuffed crust pizza or, or like a, a bomb burrito. Bomb burrito. But what, did, what, what did you have yesterday that you said you took one bite of and said, this is disgusting, and then you threw it away in our studio garbage can? It was too ripe of an avocado. Like, I didn't wait for it to get soft enough. I, I didn't have the patience, and so I cut into it, and it just tasted so gross, so I had to ditch it. But this is, this is good, I think. Yeah, no, no, it smells, it, it lightens up the room. It does. Hmm. So, anything else that you want to I was apart, actually complimentary dissect? about your breakfast choice you this weren't? morning. I was, I said I'm very complimentary about it. There's nothing wrong with popcorn in the morning. I know I, I would think. I would think it. that as a broadcast professional, you would try and avoid any of the, what do you call them, the... The little kernels mm-hmm. that get stuck in your teeth. Yeah. The shells or anything No, I like never that. learned my lesson. I'll have almonds and uh, get stuck in the back yeah. of my tongue and then I, I'm not prepared. All right. Well, my I, well, job. This shall be fun. The city of St. Cloud says it's holding its 10th annual official city Christmas tree lighting ceremony happening next week. So it's going to be December 8th. Starting at 5 o'clock, they're going to light the tree. And that is going to lead into, how do you say it? Vinox Market? How do you say that? Vinox Market. It's been 10 years. Onomatopoeia is how that's pronounced. I'm forgetting the end, but it's going to follow that tree lighting five to eight and delicious food. There's going to be beer from Beaver Island Brewing and then holiday vendors and so much more. So that's all going on December 8th at the Rivers Edge Convention Center. Go down for a day of fun. Girls Guides of Canada, the Canadian version of the Girl Scouts, okay, here in the U.S., they are announcing that they're going to rename brownies. What we're hearing from Girl Guides Canada is that they've heard from girls over the past couple of years who maybe wanted to join the program, but felt that they might not be represented in that program because of the name of that program. But I was in the brownies, so it's not just a Canadian just thing. to eat them. No, I didn't. I was there for three days because it was like around the holidays when I joined and we had to do this gift exchange. And I remember I exchanged with this one girl and I got her this kick butt Barbie that came with like accessories. And she gave me a candy necklace and then some friendship bracelet. I'm like, grew this up is, so yes. rich like you did. This is this is the worst thing about a, a growing up rich that I can imagine. I definitely you- ignored the idea of what the holidays is all about, and that is like friendship and and unity and 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 finding time to be with people that you enjoy. Now, if but, I get this correct, though, brownies the original name was because it was the brown outfit that you wore, right? The brown vest. Yeah, right. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the finely fudged cake, right? Delicacy. 
found that out quickly. <laughs> but liars. The new name will either be Embers or Comets. Those are the two that they're toying Ooh, I with. I like so. the Comets. Yeah. Feeling lucky. You are not alone. There was no winner with the Mega Millions drawing last night. So that means Friday it's worth $333 million. Back into buying tickets. Back into buying tickets. It does reach a certain level where I'm like, okay, it's worth my dollar. I forget about the lottery until you mention it. Really? Yeah. And then when you mention it, then I'm like, all right, I'll grab $10. I would love to be responsible for somebody that was like, oh, Kat told me to go out and get a lotto ticket. Because I she mentioned it on the radio. Pay off her mortgage <laughs> and buy her a personal masseur. That would be amazing. All right. Romantic sparks keep a flying for the holidays. I don't know if you have had time to grab a hot cup of cocoa and a nice warm blanket and cuddle up and watch any of the Hallmark Christmas movies, but there's one that I got my eye on. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel, it's Christmas in an Uber. He's a gorgeous former goat herder from a country no one can pronounce who drives an Uber with his sickly pet goat Cecil riding shotgun. She's a gorgeous veterinary student with flowing blonde hair who needs an animal to practice on before Christmas break. Are you Adriana? I'm your ride. <laughs> Don't worry, he no bite. Will a slightly smelly animal in the car give him a one-star review? Or will the goat become the goat? He say very foxy. It's Christmas in an Uber tonight on the Hallmark Channel. What's trending? What's I was trending today, I know Cass. you'll love this. Brian Baumgartner, who is Kevin on The Office, it was doing a podcast where he's talking about one of the most iconic scenes. So if you're a fan of The Office, I have seen this episode. Chili scene. Surprisingly. So he makes this chili, okay? And he's walking up the stairs and he's just like this big bumbling idiot. And he's got the oven mitts on still. And he's like trying to wrangle this massive pot of chili. And then it just goes down on the floor. The bottom half was styrofoam. And it was genius mm-hmm. because it made it top heavy. Because they were like, we, we did all these tests, yeah. we filled it with chili, and there's no way for this to flip out. Like, you would have to uh, hoist it to get so it out. So now every time you watch that episode again, you're going to have to notice that all the chili doesn't spill out the top. A lot of it spills out the bottom. It's very, very weird, and it's so difficult for me to wrap my mind around hearing His Brian talk like Brian and not like Kevin. Yeah, that's he's crazy. such a genius. But I, I would, I was looking at that scene, and I'm like, I would have just started crying and walked out because there are just certain situations that are so overwhelming when they don't go your way. Have you had a moment like that where you just felt like crying? My freshman year in college. I walked out. So we, you can't park on campus, or you couldn't at least at that time. So I'd park on the adjoining street just off of campus. Okay. And I'd go to my, it's, I don't know when we started baseball practice. It had to be about this time we're in the gym. And I go out to my car to grab my, my bag, my glove, everything like that. Somebody had popped my window. No. Stole everything. I My brand new baseball glove I had paid $250 for, whatever the day. I just stood on the street and cried. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm 18. I don't know what to do in this. I'm in a brand new school. Don't have really any friends. It's supposed to be the first day of practice. I'm trying to show up. Yeah. No glove. Oh, no man. cleats, no nothing. And I just stood on the street and cried for, I bet you, 15 minutes. Yeah. Just sobbing into my hands. Ugh. And I got myself together, went back to my dorm, called my coach, said, hey, somebody broke into my car. Yeah. And he's like, all right, get yourself together. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh. And he was patient about it, but 
That would have probably been the reason I'm not playing pro ball right now. Still, yeah, that's probably the biggest reason. I remember, aside from that one day when I got all gussied up, I had a day of stuff to do, and then I spilled my iced coffee all over <laughs> my brand new white sweater so and my lighter colored jeans. I was just like, this is horrible. But I remember one day I had to get Liam. We were going to a wedding. Derek had a gig, so he couldn't go. It was like one of those hot summer days, and you have a toddler that you have to dress, get in the car, make sure the gifts in there, everything is nice. And I had a Kool-Aid. Like, I never drink Kool-Aid. But, of course, that day I was drinking Kool-Aid. And I had this light purple dress on. Mm -hmm. I was all ready to go. I had no other backup dresses. And it spilled all over me. And I just felt like I was hot, sweaty. He was crying, hungry. And I just felt like crying. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.